Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Extra Point Podcast, week 13 edition. Uh, technical difficulties saw last week not being able to be uploaded, but do we still touch on the greatest game I've ever seen? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Rams and, uh, Rams and Chiefs was, was something else. I mean, we did a... Just, just for everyone out there, maybe we will still upload it, but uh, it was a really good podcast, and uh, it was one that I think really encapsulated the excitement of the Rams and Chiefs, and it's still carrying on, because we're still in a point now where we look back on that game and say, that was the best game of the year. That was the best game of the decade. I, I agree. That may have been the best game of football I have seen. Regular season, even, even Super Bowls and playoffs, like that's up there with one of the best ever. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. It was great. It was good. Uh, so, there's a fair amount of news to go through this week, yes. mainly injuries, and something that happened sort of early this morning that is very concerning if you are a Chiefs fan. Breaking news. Uh, Kareem Hunt was uh, caught on security camera pushing his mate into a girl, and then he kicked her as he walked past. But he also pushed her as well at the start of the video. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was in a Cleveland hotel, which I don't. Maybe, I can't remember. They didn't play Cleveland last week, so I'm not sure why he was there. Maybe it was the bye week when he was there, but because um, they had just came off a bye, they play Oakland this week. Um, yeah, it's really bad. I mean, the 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 sort of the league stance on this after Ray Rice and, and incidents like this um, is you're done. Pretty much, you're done in the league, and the way back is long and. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I actually think he's out. I think he's completely gone. I think he'll be wiped. He's going to be on the commissioner's exempt list, which is what Ruben Foster is now. The Niners cut Ruben Foster last week because Ruben Foster got arrested for another domestic violence incident, yeah. third one um, of his NFL career. Um, the Redskins picked Foster up, which is which is dumb. Uh, but yeah, I just think um, I think that this is this is such a shame because Kareem Hunt was arguably one of the top ten running backs, really good player. Um, it's going to hurt the Chiefs' offense as a whole, but I think also on the game, it just doesn't look good. I mean, you know, domestic violence is, is never condoned in any sort of uh, area, and I think when you get into sports stars and videos coming out like this, it's just even worse. Uh, I think you've also got to look at it from the perspective of the precedent that was set with Zeke Elliott. So yes. if there is at least, if there is a chance of him coming back, it's a, I, I think it would have to be a minimum of six weeks yes. um, as a suspension. Um that is saying if he gets that opportunity to come back, this is more akin to Ray Rice mm-hmm. where he was caught doing it on video. Camera. Yeah. Um, there, I, I don't see Kareem Hunt playing in this league again. No, no, I don't. And I, I think it's uh, it's such a shame because talent wise, he's very talented, and um, you know, I don't, I can't remember there being too many issues about him. I mean, there was some issues in college, I think, with character, but I don't think anything like this had ever occurred. So. Um, yeah, it's a real shame. Real shame again. It certainly is, um, especially since he was a part of that sort of high flying Chiefs offense. But Spencer Ware now comes in and, and will get the, uh, the the lion share. And Spencer Ware actually before so last season when Kareem Hunt emerged as as this new uh, found running back, Spencer Ware was the starting running back for the Chiefs and got hurt and missed the season. So they really do like Spencer Ware. He is a very good running back. Obviously, I don't think as electric as Hunt. But I think uh, the Chiefs aren't going to lose too much. Do you know what I mean? It's not too much of a downgrade. I think Spencer Ware gives you more of that running between the tackles style yeah. running back yeah. where he's a bit more of a bruiser. Kareem Hunt bounces to the outside a lot it's, more. It's akin to maybe the Saints with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You can sort of look at the... Obviously, Ingram and Kamara are the, the top shelf running back duo oh, yeah. tandem of the league, but 
you know, with, with the Chiefs, uh, that's sort of what we're and and um, and Hunt were doing. Now that Hunt's gone, Ware gets the lion's share, and um, I think I think offensively they'll be okay. If, if you're in the market for a running back, you may be able to get yourself an RB number one in defensive Ware. Yeah, week. yeah. Um, injuries. There's yeah, a fair amount. It's getting to the back end of the year, and, and I mean, this happens every year. It's a contact sport. It's a, it's a physical game, and um, and a lot of guys start breaking down. A lot of hamstring injuries and knee injuries and things like that. So, should we run through Let's them? get into it. It is a pretty extensive It's a long list, list yeah. Uh, keep, we'll kick off with Jackson Jags, starting with Jalen Ramsey is out with his knee. Their free safety to Sean Gibson done his ankle. They've got a linebacker in the... T- Laurenti McRae uh, yeah. he's got his hamstring done and wide receiver DJ Shark has his quad and is ruled out this is good because they're coming up uh, against a terrible offense in the Colts <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, Luck seven TDs Andrew Luck is going to rip them apart and, and also the Jags just news that I'm sure many have heard but Blake Bortles has been benched um, Thank God. Yeah. We have only been, on this podcast, we have been championing, championing yes. the fact that Blake Bortles should have been cut for about three years. And the biggest issue is they give him this contract extension. So now if they get rid of him next year, they have a cap hit of $16.5 million. It's Ooh. the highest ever if they cut him. That is insane. So you've just got to think... Rock Osweiler had less of a salary cap hit after he robbed the Texans. <laughs> I know, but it's just so dumb. Anyway, that's that's the Jags just in a in an absolute hole. And also Leonard Fournette is missing this week from the suspension. Uh, had the absolute UFC melee on the sidelines last week against Shaq uh, Lawson. Uh, yeah. He just They started throwing pans one week, bang. He tried Sorry. to appeal it, but I don't know, what would the appeal be? Like... He he talked about my mother. Like, what would you? How would you appeal that? It was on national television in front of millions of people. What is your stance? Like, how do you even? I just, have no idea. I would be like, you've listen, got no position to argue. Listen, from. I'm sorry. Just give me the word. Yeah, just, I'll I'll cop it. I'll he cop should, that. He should have appealed. Waste of time. Uh, Akib Talib is activated. Yeah, uh, which means he's actually playing for the Rams against Detroit Lions. This is huge. Big news. He's going to help destroy the Lions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Rams uh, defensively haven't been the lockdown team that you would expect. I mean, Aaron Donald's got like fourteen sacks in the year, but their linebackers secondary have been struggling a little bit. I mean, Marcus Peters I think has been hurt and hasn't been playing it to the high level. But with Peters a years back and to leave on the field, your two corners, uh, this Rams defense takes on a whole new level. Oh yeah. Uh, New York Jets. Uh, Sam Donald has been ruled questionable for Sunday. He's not playing. Uh, they're not going to risk him. There's no way. He's missed will. the last, I think, two or three weeks. And, and why would you risk your franchise in a like your franchise quarterback in a losing season? They're three no. and eight. They're not making the playoffs. They're coming up against a pretty good Tennessee team with a very strong defense. Uh, if they play him, I'll be I'll be shocked. Uh, Josh McCown. McCown Town. McCown Town. He's back. He's poised to start against the Titans. Yeah. Uh, they also have Robbie Anderson out, as well as Marcus uh, May. Their, yeah. their safety has also been ruled out as well with a shoulder and a thumb. Who, who do they even have? I mean, Quincy Anuma is the only receiver they've got there now, and they can't even use him properly. They've got... Um, exactly. Bilal Powell. That's, that's it. But he's a running back. And that's about it. That's about it. I mean, the Jets are... I, 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 so just quickly touch this. Tom Bowles has done a very good job getting them and manufacturing them a few wins and keeping them in games. Oh yeah. I mean they haven't been getting blown apart, but the problem is is their depth is terrible, their injuries are taking their toll, and um, yeah, this is a lost season for chance. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Panthers have two listed as questionable. Devin Funches, their wide receiver. 
And Cam Newton's been battling a, a shoulder injury, limited at practice all week. He's full participant on Friday. I think he plays. I think he. I think he'll be fine. Newton is a. Uh, I don't read too much into this, to be honest. I think it's just them. Newton's like, like he's almost like Big Ben. Always injury designation, but always play. You know, Newton's just a freak. Uh, the Devin Funches in, injury is something to look at. Um, you've got to look at DJ Moore, who's the rookie receiver, who's now the number one primary target when Funches is out, and Curtis Samuel as well has also really come on. Now he's. I think. I think you're ruling someone out there. Oh, Christian McCaffrey is just. Come on, man. I know, he's just, he's something else. But the two receivers in Moore, a rookie, and yeah. Samuel, who's, Samuel's a second-year player, but he missed the entire last season, so he kind of is a rookie himself. Curtis Samuel has a home run ability, like, akin to Deshaun Jackson. He's so fast. So, with punches out, to be honest, they haven't really lost a lot. Um, yes, like, they lost last week in an absolute nail-biter and a good game, which we'll get to with the, with the Seahawks, but their offense is still really good, and Christian McCaffrey is the key to it. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, AJ Green's, uh, has been taken off the injury report. Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't think that they should worry about playing him. He says he's good to go. He's coming off an ankle injury. And for a receiver with your foot injuries, uh, I just, to me, I don't understand why the Bengals are putting him into a position right now where he could be... He could, he could aggravate this injury and miss really extended time. And he's, you know, Andy Dalton is out for the season. He got put on IR. He's got, a, I think, a broken thumb or a, yeah. a fractured thumb. Um, so why would you risk your, arguably probably your franchise player? I mean, everyone assuming, associates the Bengals with AJ Green, really. Dalton's probably gone by the end of the year. I just, I don't know. I don't know if he plays, what capacity is he going to be at? And going because a pretty good Denver secondary. I mean, Chris Harris Jr. is probably going to be all over him and, um, you know the pass rush of the of the Broncos has been really good as of late. Again, this sort of gets the this is the point of the season where teams start going. Look, we're not making playoffs. Do we wreck to start like not? Sure. Yeah, sure. It's no like it's like the Lions with Marvin Jones. Jones has been battling his knee injury. They were just like, no, nah, you're on IR. You're done for the season. What's the point in 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 risking your player when you're not going to make playoffs? That makes absolute sense. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Joe Flacco, uh, seen practicing for the second consecutive day. Still listed as doubtful. I think Flacco is done in Baltimore. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is the new thing there. Yeah. Um, they've also got Alex Collins and Gus Edwards, that new emerging running back. Yeah. Both of them Gus are Edwards did well last year, another 100-yard game. Um, yeah, it's interesting with the Flacco sort of situation. He was meant to come back, I think, last week, and they're really taking their time with him, and I think it's the simple fact that Lamar Jackson is lining up the league. He's getting the Ravens to be... An interesting team, at least to watch. They're exciting. Um, well, more exciting. I mean, he can't pass yet properly because he's a rookie and his passing mechanics aren't up to scratch yet. He's they use him as a runner. Boy, can that man run though? Yeah, exactly. Um, if I was the Ravens, why would you? Why would you take out something that is a player who's energizing your locker room and getting you wins? And Flacco, we know what Flacco is. Do you know what I mean? Lamar Jackson is the franchise moving forward. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, Dion Jones. Did his knee week one? Yeah, is he back? He's been listed. He's Ooh, back. They uh, need him. They really desperately need him because that he's their linebacker and he's their their quarterback on defense, really. But he's their side to side linebacker. And the Falcons have been getting absolutely. I think they're the worst in the league against running backs who catch the ball, right? Oh god. And you put him, Dion Jones, into the lineup. You've got a side to side linebacker who can cover. So if he's back, huge boost. Absolutely massive. Uh, Colts still without. Oh, sorry, Vikings. Stephon Diggs 
hasn't practiced all week. He says he's going to be good. This is questionable. Yeah, Again, it could just be, I have a little bit of a niggle in my knee yeah. or my shoulder. I'm just going to rest it. I'm not going to stress He doesn't it. need the reps, and he's one of those players that, like, is he's just blow up he's phenomenal. You know what I mean? So if he's fine, then yeah, he's good. Uh, they've also got Xavier Rhodes listeners. Questionable there. I don't think Xavier's going to play, to be honest. Uh, I think he's out. Big boss. Yeah. Number one quarterback for the Vikings, gone. Uh... Colts have Ryan Kelly still out, um, and one of their like nine million tight ends that they seem to have mm. in uh, Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, um, and then Marlon Mack uh, still done. Well, Marlon Mack's questionable with the concussion. Uh, Again, no reason to play him. No. So, just quickly, Ryan Kelly is the center of the Colts. With him not in the in the lineup, they have struggled a little bit on the run game, um, and it's it is showing. But they still have Quinton Nelson, the absolute god rookie guard who's pancaking everyone. Um, the the injuries here for the Colts are actually pretty bad in terms of uh, uh, their tight end. Eric Ebron has a back injury. They've lost Jack Doyle now for the season. They now have their other tight end who's who's this six foot eight kid who's massive. He's got a calf injury. Calf injury. So yeah, it, it is a bit of a it's a bit of a red flag because it seems like Andrew Luck is only throwing to tight ends right now. But um, I don't think it's too much of an issue. They go up against a pretty weak Jags team at the moment. Yeah, no, not not much to sort of read into that. Uh, Chicago Bears, Trubisky is out. Yeah, uh, which is fine. Khalil Mack's going to win the game for them. But why would they risk Trubisky against a weak Giants team? There's no There's point. Trubisky got point. the job done last week in a in a oh, I would say a tough-ish Thanksgiving game against the Lions. Uh, sorry, with Trubisky out, it was um, uh, not Keenum. Uh, who was the backup? I can't remember now. I can't remember. Oh my god, there's so many. There's so many different backups coming in here. Um, with him out, that they got the win, and I think that the the Bears are in a position where their defense right now is is so solid that they don't even need to rush Trubisky back. And with Trubisky's shoulder injury, give him an extra week. That's all you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no reason as to why you rush him back, and they're going to be in a position to make the playoffs. Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. That's right. But also, like Khalil Mack, he's going to destroy this upcoming Giants defense. Yeah. Like offense. Maybe the defense too. They, they might get him to play running back. Who knows? The Giants' deep the offense. Sorry, the offensive line has been better. But if the Bears take away Saquon Barkley, they're done. If you mean if Khalil Mack decides that Saquon's not going to, well, be it's going to be more. It's going to be more Roquan Smith, their their rookie linebacker, who's been playing outrageous good football. He's going to be the one on Saquon, and I really look forward to watching this matchup because I think Roquan is a is a top tier linebacker. He's probably on the same level as your Van Der Esch from the Cowboys, oh. right? Do you know what I mean? Oh, Van those two Esch. are those two are cut from the same mold in terms of the way they play, sideline to sideline. Just, Very smart players, but just. They're magnets for tackles. They never miss tackles. So I really want to see how this lineup's going to go. Uh, Ellen, the Chargers. Everyone. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. This is sad. This Mainly is because you've got him on your fantasy lineup. very sad. But also, just sad. But the player... Alright, so Melvin Gordon's out with an MCL sprain. Now, the play that he got him the sprain was a double reverse trick play. Yeah. They were already up by two or three touchdowns. Melvin already had two at 80 yards. Why the hell did they not pull him off the field? They were playing the Cardinals. And he came into the game with an injury designation as well. I don't know. I'm just They should have sent us out there. I'm just a bit annoyed at the, the, the Chargers in terms of like the way that they played that. And they, they are renowned for having injuries everywhere. They always have injuries across the board. So why not wrap up your most explosive offensive weapon in Cotton Wall once you're up? 
there they have it so it looks like he's now out for two to three yeah he's going to be out for well, quite a bit well he's out this week definitely and they are they reckon he's probably not back till the Chiefs game of week 15 that's that's terrifying for anyone who has him on fantasy mm-hmm. that is not fun very much so uh, Tyrell Williams is all this is questionable with a quad injury Chiefs are outside of Kareem Hunt uh, Sammy Watkins is uh, out. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's not. Well, he's had perpetual foot injury. Yeah, he's had it for his whole career, and I don't know if this is a new or a, ling- a new injury or a lingering one. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's not good. Like again, wide receivers need their feet. Yeah, they need to be able to move the line, and that's again why I, I don't understand why they're rushing AJ Green back. But yeah, the Sammy Watkins injury isn't great. Chiefs still have Chris Conley, like looked really good against the Rams, but they still have Kelsey. And and um, not Hunt, sorry, Tyreek Hill, and, Tyreek Hill. Um, and they still have and some- Patrick Mahomes, who by his own rights can run the ball. Yeah, yeah. So it's a loss, but they still have other pieces in that offense. Uh, Eric Berry has returned to practice. So good to see. Is, is ruled as questionable. Oh, I hope he plays. I, I do love watching Eric Berry. They play. need him though. That's secondary. I mean, he's an all pro safety when he's healthy. The chief secondary is. Pretty bad right now. Uh, the Bills, not that many. Well, actually, you know what? I, I'd like to, like to talk about the Bills briefly. They're actually doing significantly better than the beginning of the season told us they were going to do. But do you know why that is? It's because their quarterback just, just is a running back right now. They're using him literally as a running back. Yeah, they might as well. They've got nothing else to do. I don't... What other, what other Name another weapon on there, um, aside from Shady. Yeah, I was going to say, LaShawn McCoy. Aside from Shady, who do they have? Josh Allen rushing for 99 yards and a touchdown last week. Who's Who are their receivers? Without looking. Without looking, who are their receivers? Kelvin Benjamin, but he sucks. He's <laughs> so bad. I know. I get it. I get it. But, like, Josh Allen's your rookie quarterback, right? Why is he rushing for 99 yards? He's not a... I mean, he's a good athletic player. And if it's going to get you a win, I, I get it. It was funny because he actually eclipsed 100 yards. Yes, but he had the kneel down. No, he had twice. <laughs> so it was 101, and then down to 100, and then down to 99. Oh, that would have sucked if you had the 100 plus bonus yards. And but, then he drops out of that. But no one, no one. You lose him. fantasy. No, so, apparently I mean, someone did. I saw it, I saw a screenshot, and someone lost fantasy because of the two kneel downs. Like a 16, they, it was like a 16 man. Dynasty League. And it was a double quarterback play or something. Um, God, Poor that would guy. suck. But yeah, Bill suck. Anyway, what's their injury news, sir? Uh, Charles Clay. Oh, right. uh, And then they've got uh, their guard, John Miller, is ruled out. That's what, well, that's not good because their line line is terrible at the moment anyway. I mean, they don't really have much to go on. Uh, where are we at? Do we want to just run through the last couple? Yeah, so Broncos missing a linebacker in Brandon Marshall. Packers have pretty much everyone sitting on IR at the moment. Mike Daniels with... uh, Defensive tackle Mike Daniels is uh, out with a foot injury. Wide receiver Trevor Davis with hamstring. Um, You've got tackle David... Bakhtiari? I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, Bakhtiari. He's the best best guard right now in the league. There you go. Rashad Breland, uh, Randall Cobb, and Kevin King all are questionable. Um, Jeez, poor, poor Packers. They really had a tough time this year. Good luck running the gauntlet this year. They're 4 6 1. Did you see Aaron Rodgers after the Vikings lost just came out and said, Well, we just need to win. We need to win every game. Oh, God. Like, Aaron, you have no players around you and you're not playing at a high level. Oh, God. Stop it. Oh, God. Uh, Cardinals have linebacker Dion Buchanan has been ruled out, safety Buddha Baker, and linebacker Hassan Reddick. Which uh, is literally their three best players outside of Chandler Jones on the defense. Yeah, all those are just questionable. 
Great. So the Cardinals are going to be another big loss this yep. week. So if you've got anyone who's playing uh, offensively against the Cardinals this week, play them. Uh, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman have officially uh, all been removed from the injury report on Friday night. It's good. It's good for them. I don't like that. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's good Gronk's back healthy. He made a, a spectacular catch last week for a touchdown. Um, but yeah, the Brady, the Brady injury. I, I would tell you that's over their core three that are now back. And yeah. yeah. Wouldn't worry about it. Uh, Dwayne Allen, their tight end, has been officially ruled out. Giants tight end, Evan Ingram, has been ruled out for Sunday. I think uh, Ingram's, to be honest, maybe done for the year. I don't understand why they're... It's his hamstring. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think they should care. It's one of those injuries, the hamstring injury, and we're seeing this a lot now, is one of those, it's a lingering injury. And I think, um, especially the Giants, like Ingram's your... You're, he's going to be there for years and he's a really good tight end he was playing at a top 5 level before his injury so just put him on IR you've got nothing to lose uh, Seahawks saw KJ Wright and CJ Procise um, well CJ Procise has been practice KJ Wright's been ruled out yeah. 49ers Marquise Goodwin uh, is non-injury related will not be playing and Pierre Garçon is, has been ruled out as well yeah. um, Pittsburgh Steelers Marcus Gilbert their tackle has been ruled out Morgan Burnett and Bud Dupree are questionable Texans. I think TJ Watt's back though, so that's good for the Steelers. The Steelers have him, that's really good. Uh, JJ Watt for the Texans and Kiki QT have officially been ruled as questionable. Yeah, Kiki QT has his hamstring injury, he just can't get over. JJ Watt seems to just be perpetually injured, but will still destroy people. It, it's it, what's like Gronk in terms of he's too big for his body, and he's just when he's on the field, he will ruin your your offensive game plan. But he's just too big. He just gets injured all the time, and it's a shame because. What's one of my favourite defensive players in the league to watch, but he just, yeah, he just gets get broken down. Uh, Cleveland Browns tight end David Njoku practising full after being limited all week. Questionable uh, Demarius Randell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oakland Raiders, uh, Leon Hall, Montreal Neander, Maurice Hurst, Arden Key, and Martavius Bryant are basically all questionable. Jesus, um, the Raiders cannot catch up right. And Detroit Lions, Michael Robertson, Bruce Ellington are questionable. And Gary well. Johnson's probably out as well for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get into uh, Thanksgiving games. Yeah, and I love Thanksgiving. Let's do it. Let's it's touch on it. Three wonderful Friday games that we got to watch. First up, Bears taking on the Lions, 23-16 to the Bears. Bears first win in Detroit since 2012. Yeah, Bears without Trubisky got the job done. Defensively, that's what it was. Uh, Lions are done. That's right. that's the analysis I have for that. They're just done. Yeah. They're not looking good. Stafford is a quarterback who Needs weapons. They got rid of Golden Tate. Marvin Jones is gone. Um, yeah, they're really struggling. You just, they just need someone who can just run fast and run a streak. That's all they need. Yeah, I know, but it's just they're, they're too one-dimensional. Especially uh, with the Karen Johnson now as well. Redskins took on the Cowboys. Yeah, this is interesting. 31-23. So this was for division leader yes. in the NFC East. Um, an emergence of Amari Cooper. Amari exploded with 180 receiving yards. Still not worth a first-round pick. Well, in my mind. Okay. Um, and we'll get on to that with the, this week's game. Yeah, this game yeah. uh, but again, Cowboys kind of doing what they've needed to on offense, which is just get the ball into your the hands of your weapons. Well, it's, it's really Zeke. Yep. Zeke's uh, uh, he's had now five straight games, including the Saints game, which was yesterday. Five straight games with 100 plus scrimmage yards. So, dude's yeah. phenomenal. But that's that's the game plan. That's 2016 Cowboys is what we're seeing right now. Give the ball to your running back. 
starved the opposition of the ball, killed the clock, and defensively, the Cowboys now are in a position where they're actually one of the best defensive teams in the league. Top, I think we're number four against the pass and number four. Like 10 against the run. I thought you'd be better against the run. No, Jalen, sorry, I think we're number four against yeah. the run, 10 against the pass. Because Jalen Smith and, and Carl Vandresh, your two linebackers, are just phenomenal. They're so, Vandresh is insane, man. They're so good to watch. He's been averaging eight tackles a game. Crazy. He's a rookie. He doesn't miss anything. He's phenomenal But to they're sideline to sideline in a way that you see Keekly play almost. And Bobby Wagner. Some of those yeah. some of those linebackers you say will be the best in the league. Well, this, this is I would argue that this is Jalen's first proper year in well, the league. Last year he was coming back from a devastating injury, really. Had a brace on, wasn't yeah. playing as well as he could. Um, but seeing him out on the field this year with uh, with Van Der Esch and, and looking reminiscent of having two Sean Lees out on the field. Well, you've got to remember, Jalen Smith, sorry, last year was his first year playing, but the year before he redshirted the whole year, so this is his third year in the league. But when he was in college, before his devastating knee injury in college, he was projected as the number one pick in the entire draft. So you have that pedigree, and you're seeing it now. You're seeing this blue-chip player who is, um, maybe he's, I wouldn't say he's the best at his position, but he could be there eventually. I, I reckon he's going to be one of the... One of the premier linebackers. Yeah, really. for sure. It's cool. It's Probably exciting. Great. But yeah, Redskins are, uh, are a mess, uh, obviously, with uh, with Alex Smith done for the season. Colt McCoy came in. Uh, he tried. He tried. He did, he did okay. He tried. Uh, Redskins are falling apart. Redskins, it's everyone in this in this division are going backwards except the Cowboys. We're just kind of staying the same. No, but you guys are improving. Like, well, watching, our, de- our defense is improving. Yeah, but I'm watching the team improve. Yeah, I know. But you look at the Redskins are falling apart with all their injuries. Eagles are a mess right now, and the Giants are a Giants. Giants. <laughs> uh, Falcons took on the Saints, 17-31 to the Saints. Saints getting their 10-game 10, 10 win, win streak. Yep. Lost in week one, then decided not to lose again. They lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks in week one, and then they just... Yeah, but that was when Fitzmagic threw for like 900 <laughs> yards and like 40 TDs or something. Yeah, this one was a good game in terms of the fact that the Saints... Um, they dominated this one, but they Drew Brees had fun with the Falcons' defense in a way that Drew just did whatever. Well, he said, "I'm not going to pass to my normal players, and we're not going to." So Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and Michael Thomas did not score in this game, but they still generated 31 points in on offense. Michael Thomas got 36 yards overall. One of the greatest receivers in the league, 36 yards. Just, I'm not salty about that. One bit. But do you know what that means? That shows you a Saints team that is deep across the board. And Drew Brees is throwing to blokes who had their second or third start in the league. It was awesome. It was cool. It's good to see Drew Brees doing that. And he's, he's the kind of quarterback that, like, he just does what he wants. Give him the MVP, for God's sake. Ooh. He's never had it before. He's going to retire in a couple of years. So, like, it's, you look at the quarterbacks that he, he's been playing up against, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Dominated the, dominated the MVP sort of race all the time. They're f- like that is the phenomenal era of quarterbacks that you and I have gotten to watch. Yes. Is is the th- arguably the three I would say greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, uh, Manning, Breeze, um, and, and Brady are up there with the best that we've ever seen. I uh, I read somewhere a statistic about uh, Drew Brees' current touchdown to intercept ratio. Mm. How they how they say like a, a two to one ratio is a good ratio yeah. to have. Yeah. Drew Brees is on like a nine to one ratio. <laughs> it's just, he's so good. I mean, we got to we all touch on the Cowboys game after this wrap up, but um, he still is for me the best player in the league. MVP. Give it to him. Ooh. 
Mahomes, I know. Mahomes is up there. And Mahomes has got to be in that conversation. I think Philip Rivers has to as well. Yeah, but just, you know what? Mahomes, you're going to have your chance. Rivers, yeah. stop it. You, you're not as good as Breeze, in my mind. Raiders took on the Ravens. God. No one cares. 34-17 to the Ravens. That's about all there is to say about this game. It was just a mess. Um, the Ravens are... With Lamar Jackson, I think he threw a pick and had a fumble, and they still dominated. And he still dominated. So... The thing is, the Raiders can't even lose properly because they still don't have first pick of the draft. They don't. They, they, they have done themselves a disservice by not taking this entire year. They should have just, yeah, they should just be done. They should just go out there. Winning against the Cardinals a couple of weeks ago was silly. Absolute mistake. Yes. Uh, Jags took on the Bills, 21-24. Bills winning. Jags suck. Jags this, are so bad. This is crazy because the Jags now lost seven straight and... A lot of it comes down to their ill-discipline and their defensive lapses. And the ill-discipline I talk about is really the letter Fournette, Blood, and Blake Balls. And Blake Balls. But Fournette was having a really good game. He wasn't involved in the play, which was a jump ball that was a corner touchdown where the DB and I think it was um, uh, one of the receivers were fighting over it. I think it was Moncrief. We're fighting over yeah, the ball. They were on the ground for like five minutes. It was ridiculous. They're grown men and they looked like they were... Trying to, I, I don't know what they were trying to do, but they were just on the. And anyway, Fournette and Shaq Lawson had words. Fournette was so stupid to do throw punches because at the time he was on two touchdowns and 80 plus yards. He could have had a monster game and they were in the driver's seat of this game. Yep. That turned it around and saw the Bills beat the Jags. To me, it just shows the Jags are not being coached properly. Do you know what I mean? Like, they go from the best defense last year to a defense right now that's falling apart. In terms of where they really were last year. I mean, they're still middle of the road because they have good players. Offensively, they are just imploding. I, I completely agree with that. Uh, they're just they're a shell of their former self. Also, Bill's um, defense is sneaky good. Bill's, Bill's actually not bad. They're sneaky good. Four and seven. Who would have thought? Terrible at the beginning of the season. Bill's mafia start slamming people through tables, please. That's what happens when you have Nathan Peterman start. Notice that they got rid of Nathan Peterman. Now they're going well. And now they're winning. Coincidence. I think not. Uh, Seahawks took on the Panthers 30-27. What a game. This was... I I want to say this was game of the week. Christian and McCaffrey had a day. Yeah. McCaffrey had 100-plus receiving yards, 100-plus rushing yards, touchdown on the ground, touchdown in the air. Still not enough against the Hawks. And the problem was is because the Panthers dominated this game, right? They dominated up and down the field. They just couldn't score in the red zone. And the Hawks, I think, had two or three stops in the red zone, and that was it. That was the turning point. This Seahawks defense is sneaky um, good in a way. But then, okay, they're not generating turnovers, but they're not allowing too many points. And then with Russell Wilson on the other side, Tyler Lockett, some of those players, you give Wilson enough time, he'll, he'll manufacture you this week. Uh, speaking of sneaky good, the you Browns. I, you and I picked this. The Browns. You and I picked this week. The Browns are going to the playoffs, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Browns are going to run the gauntlet, and they're going to go to the playoffs. Browns beat the Bengals 35-20. Baker Mayfield setting a franchise record of four TDs. Why is a franchise rookie record? That's right. I was like, why is it the franchise record? It's for the rookies. Yeah. Um, Bang- I mean, still, that's... Bengals suck. Bengals are... Their defense is one of the worst in the league against everything. Nick Chubb had a great day. Uh, Baker Mayfield went up and down the field. And the Browns' defense is actually quite good. You know, like, they, they're getting 
Miles Garrett going in there and they're getting some of their votes. This is it, man. I tell you, Browns Browns are going to the playoffs. Okay. Browns are going to run the gauntlet and they're going to go to the playoffs. I will be about that with you. I'll be about you right now. I'll take there that. you go. I'll take that. Browns are not making the playoffs. Browns will make the playoffs. Browns will get close. But they're not making the playoffs. Steelers are going to dominate. Browns are going to make the playoffs. Patriots okay. took on the Jets 27-13. Tom Brady uh, now has the most passing yards in the NFL. Yeah, ever. including playoffs and stuff. Yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. It's, his longevity is something else. But this was a game in which we knew the outcome, really, because the Patriots coming off a bye. Jets have not been strong. Without Darnold... You just knew that this was sort of what was going to happen. And the Patriots did well. Sonny Michelle looks to be like a genuinely very good running back. The Patriots now get Rex Burkhead back. James White's there. They've got a very good deep running back field, um, which just helps them going into the final end of the season. This is what the Patriots do every year. They, they sort of win these games throughout the season, and then come like December time, they emerge as a team that you... You have to watch out for everywhere. Patriot season starts now. Well, but, you know, their defense is now playing better. Uh, their offense is playing well. Brady actually isn't playing as well as he has been and is probably in, in you know, he's still in top 10 quarterback conversation. With, with Sony Michel turning up, I don't think he actually needs to. But that's what I'm saying, is that Belichick is so smart in a way. He's like, well, Brady, you know, we know you're getting old. We know you're a franchise. You're, you're a Hall of Fame quarterback. You could be one of the greatest of all time. Just ease up for a little bit. Here's this rookie. Let him go. I'm pretty sure the conversation would have gone a little bit more like you could be one of the great you could be one of the greatest of all time. You're welcome. <laughs> we're just gonna need you to rest for a little bit. We're, we're making we're making January. Rest that shoulder, baby. Yeah, that's exactly I'm pretty sure that's exactly how the conversation would have gone. Yeah. Good to uh, Bronx back by the way, just touch on that. Giants took on the Eagles twenty two to twenty five to the Eagles. Surprising that this game was this close. Giants uh, chomps on the foot there. They should Saquon Barkley, good at football. Saquon Barkley. Barty, Barty, Barkley, making new players. Twelve touchdowns this season, which is the, f- which is, I think the franchise rookie record, or ties the franchise rookie record. Yeah. Um, Giants defense is terrible. Oh yeah, Giants defense is woeful. When they got the Eagles offense is bad. Yeah, but when they got rid of Sax Harrison, right, their run D has gone into the absolute negative. Oh yeah. And Sex Harrison over the Lions now has actually made that Lions run day really good. Um, yeah, Eagles are Eagles are manufacturing wins in a way that they shouldn't, but they are. So good on you. And Giants still suck. Oh yeah, Giants are terrible. Forty uh, Nineers took on the Buccaneers nine to twenty seven. Not really much to talk about on that. Can we not touch on this too much? I it's really bad. My game is going for a thousand yards. I think it's his first five seasons or something so like that. Good. James Winston played well. The Niners, unfortunately. Fortunately, my boys are uh, really done. Um, and I think that they're going to bench Marlins this week and put CJ Bethard in. Yeah, I, I'm hearing whispers and, and reports that that's happening. Okay, and is that from more of a we want to protect Mullins perspective? No, or? I think they want to see what they've got more of Bethard and also Mullins. You know, his third start in the NFL. I think also he's not executing the plays in a way that they that they're happy with. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't think he's, he's up to the up to the task at the moment. So, um, you know, the Shanahan's probably going to play around with a few things and see who his backup will be next year, really. I think that's what the biggest thing is. I, I think you'd have to go with Nick Marlins. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Marlins hasn't... I mean, after that first game that he came in and, and blew, blew the doors open, after that... I mean, immediately that was against a terrible Raiders team. Yeah, after that, he actually hasn't been that good. Um, and he's been making some pretty... Just simple mistakes. And it's the rookie. It really is the rookie in him. I think he's a good player, 
Um, but I think he needs a bit more time. Uh, Chargers took on the Cardinals 45 to 10. No surprise whatsoever. Philip Rivers completing 25 straight passes in this game. Yeah, NFL record. Crazy. Um, he missed one pass the entire game. That's just... Completing 28 of 29, 259 yards and three touchdowns. Like, what, what was interesting here is that the I think the Chargers were down 10-0. Um, and this was a situation where you go, okay, all right, so what's going to go on here? Because Chargers in the past... When they've been down by 10-0... They implode. They implode. And, and then you saw... I think a lot of it has to do with the Cardinals' defense being really bad right now. But also the Chargers are a team that I think have matured, developed, grown, all that sort of stuff from last year. Um, losing Melvin Gordon in this was a big blow to them. They have to play the Steelers this week. But uh, Chargers are, to me, one of those teams that now are emerging. And with Joey Bosa back as well... A sneaky 8-3 and three Yeah, they're really starting to come on. So I would say... Whatever happens in the Steelers game will be indicative as to where you see them going forward. But if they get up, they 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 I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. I think is what I'm saying. They so well, they've got to make the playoffs behind that Chiefs team, which they can. They're so definitely can. AFC's not strong. Chiefs kind of imploding at this point in time. Well, no, Chiefs are doing well. I think that the issue that you've got with the Chiefs is that they're injury plagued and people are now. Getting suspended. Doing dumb things. Dumb things. Uh, Dolphins took on the Colts 24-27 to the Colts. Really close game. Interesting, actually, because I was watching this game and I was like, why are the Dolphins hanging around so much? I understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, it came down to an Adam Vinatieri, the eternal leg. Oh. They should just... That man. They should make a cast. Like, you know when they do a Hall of Fame bust? Just do a cast of his leg. Yeah. That should be his bust. That's what he should the be. The Adam Vinatieri bust in Canton. Arguably one... I, I think he's won more games than, like, any other player. I love it. I think he's, like, 45. I don't understand how he's... <laughs> he's a kicker, but he's just so good. Um, yeah, interesting. Interesting to see. Good for him. Colts are, are still winning. And Hey, I, I really want to touch on something quickly. This is sorry, it's a bit exciting. A bit off topic, but... Um, Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles yeah, I saw this, this in morning. his career. So this is Larry Fitzgerald as a receiver has more tackles in his career than drop passes. So he's third, something like I think thirty-seven he's tackles, yeah. and he's only had twenty-four drop passes in his career. That is utterly phenomenal. With how long Larry Fitzgerald has been in the league, yeah. the fact that he's made more tackles as an offensive player yeah. than he's had drop balls. Yeah, and I, I know this isn't on the game, but. Fitzgerald has to be a Hall of Famer, in my mind. He has to be. You, um, you can't have a stat line like that and yeah. not be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, Steelers took on the Broncos, 17-24. This was a great game. Yeah, and this is something I touched upon. I said the Broncos can win this. It was in Denver. Philip Lindsay had a good game. The Broncos defense is now starting to come up, like, up and, and really... The Von Miller and um, uh, Chubb experience on the line is something where they just got in Ben's face. They shut down the run game. James Conner wasn't very um, active. Antonio Brown still had some plays. I get that. But the Broncos are one of those teams that if you get into an arm wrestle with them, they'll, they'll win. The Steelers had to come out and blow the doors off, and they did. I think five and six for the Broncos really belies how strong they actually are yeah. um, as a team. Like Five and six doesn't really highlight that this is a team that can keep in games and can keep very competitive in a lot of games. Yeah, Manuel well. Sanders is playing really well. Colton Sutton, unfortunately, has been injured. I think he's injured again this week. But the emergence of the rookie sensation, Philip Lindsay, is just something else. Packers do on the Vikings, 17-24 to the Vikings. Adam Thielen, 
nine games with 100 plus yards franchise record. Very good Phenomenal player. I think he broke the record of the uh, of the NFL because I think it was Calvin Johnson had the uh, record of eight games in the season of hundred yards. So I think now he's in a row. I was in a row. Yeah, right. But then he's got nine now. So that's he's got nine. Missed has hasn't got them consecutively though. He's just got nine games of hundred plus yards. Dalvin Cook played well in this game. It's good to see him back. Um, Stephon Diggs played well. Vikings defense is something to behold now. I think. They're now emerging into the defense that we saw last year. Oh, the end yeah. of last year. You know, they're Everson Griffin and and Harrison Smith and all these guys are now starting to play at a, at a pretty good level. And they, they shut down a Packers offense that, yes, they're not the Packers of old, but they're still very much on the center. And you still got to respect that. Do you know what I mean? So I, um, I was impressed by this win, actually. I really you just got to respect that Hail Mary potential. <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, Titans took on the Texans, 17-34 to the Texans. Uh... Lamar Miller went off. Yeah. Lamar Miller had a 97-yard touchdown run, and, uh, yeah, he's pretty good at football when he wants to be. Yeah. It's great that I left him on my bench. Yes. I think I would have gotten quite... I still would have beaten you. You could have. Look, eight consecutive wins from the Texans. Texans are going to the playoffs. Yes. And could actually go pretty far. Could make some noise. Yeah, their defense is, is very good. Um... With JJ Watt healthy ish, I say healthy ish, he's constantly perpetually injured. Yeah, but uh, Jaden Clowney is crazy good. Whitney Merciless playing really well. Um, they're getting some work out of their secondary, which is good to see. Um, the Honey Badger being there is actually helping them a lot. I think. Oh he, yeah. But I mean, he's not the Honey Badger of old in terms of making phenomenal plays, but I think he adds a really good um, level of professionalism, but also just uh, enthusiasm on the defense. You see him geeing everyone up on the sidelines, so. Yeah, this Texans team is uh, is someone that I think, or some team that I think is actually going to be really good. Uh, teams on by the Rams and the Chiefs after the week before. Spectacular. Just just game. last of the Texans, uh, Demarius Thomas, two touchdowns in this game. He's emerging as a really good um, option outside of DeAndre Hopkins. And with Kiki Kuti still out for, for the Texans. Um, and I don't think he'll play this week. And Will Will Fuller, obviously done for the season. Done for the well. season. It, it's, it was actually a pretty smart trade on their behalf. Now, I know that DT's got a contract coming up at the end of this year, so they have to figure that out. But right now, they're making a play for the playoffs. So, good on them. Interesting to see. On to this week's games. Yes. And by this week's, I mean yesterday's game. Yes, yes, yes. We're recording a little bit later in the week for everyone. My boys, the Cowboys, took what? on the Saints. What a game. So, everyone playing along at home. We, we put some bets on. Yes, we, we do dabble on, on, on some uh, sporting I mean, accounts. I mean, dabble is definitely underselling. <laughs> uh, and everyone had overs of, well, I think it was 55. 55 points. Everyone uh, thought this game was going to be over 55 points. Uh, majority of you thought Saints were going to win. Yes. I back my boys. Yes. And then we had anytime touchdown scorers of like every everyone. single player <laughs> available. We thought, I think we thought this was going to be like the Rams and... Um, and Chiefs, and it was anything but. It was the Cowboys talking smack yeah. to the Saints going, you are not going to put that but many The Cowboys throughout the week were talking smack, and I said to you, I said, is this smart for the Cowboys to be taunting a Saints no. offense? That at the time was the, well, I mean, they, they still are, but they were coming into this game the best offense in the entire league. Statistically, that was points-wise. That was not smart, but... Uh, I think it was Vander Esch who said it. He was like, "They're going to come in here and they're going to expect they're, they're going to expect to score like forty points yeah. in the first half, right? Yeah. They're going to get super frustrated when they can't do that, yeah. and we're going to we're going to capitalize that and we're going to get on top." 
Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith destroyed well, also, that offense. Lawrence as well. Um, I think I think the the game plan here. Now we we mocked and and had a lot of criticism on Jason Garrett for a long time, right? I don't think you and I have always said you know not very nice things about him. Um, but this was a perfect game plan, perfect. Because what you did, you starved the Saints' offense on the ball. Zeke Elliott, at one point in this drive, they had a, I think it was a nine-minute drive the or ten-minute drive. The Saints left the first quarter having 39 total yards. Crazy. And the Saints only scored, what? They, they only scored in the start of the third quarter. So you've kept the Saints' offense scoreless for two quarters. This shows that the Cowboys' defense is, is actually really good. So you have, you have Drew Brees going 18 of 28. So here's the interesting stat I heard. The first time in Drew Brees' 18-year career, the first time ever, he started a game and he went 0-4 in passing attempts. The first time ever he's ever done that. Damn. That's crazy. That is a phenomenal That shows you just what the Cowboys did. And, And a lot of it was the pressure they got up the middle. Now, they got a lot of pressure up on Drew Brees' face. Now, we know that Brees, like, you know, any quarterback likes a clean pocket. But if he can, he likes to step up. And that's usually from the outside pass rush. Now, the Cowboys came on the inside and, and forced him to roll out or go back. And, and a lot of that ended up in sacks, turnovers, things like that. Uh, we also saw Michael Gallup finally getting involved in the in the offense, which is great to see. He's a good little receiver. Dak actually looked really good this Dak game. Dak looked really good. Dak now, went- I've been championing the replace Dak train, <laughs> and I'm still... Not convinced. I'm not going to get off that train just yet. I love a salty Cowboys fan. It's so great. But he, he looked look he looked really good. They did exactly what they needed to. They got Zeke going. Amari yep. Cooper looks good. Except that fumble. fumble. Great. That fumble was terrible. Yeah, almost cost him the game. Almost cost us the game. What's with your defensive lineman? What's his name? Causing almost eight penalties or whatever it is. Um, oh, it wasn't Hardy. Uh, it was. Gregory. Um, Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory. He's what was that? Grub. He's a grub. Why is he on your team still? I don't know. Yeah, you've got to get rid of him. He always cost you that game. He certainly is a grub. Uh, moving on, Monday's games. Monday. Ball football. Ravens taking on the Falcons in Atlanta. Interesting. No Jeff. Well, we don't think Joe Flacco will start. Dion Jones coming back though? Yes. Would be interesting. Yeah, could be interesting. I um, I would say the Ravens win this just for the simple fact that Lamar Jackson has energised that offense and defensively they have been pretty good but if it gets into a shootout which it could in the dome and the Falcons offense realizes that Matt Ryan Julio Jones Tevin Coleman Calvin Ridley all of these weapons are actually pretty good I don't think the Ravens can keep up with them in a shootout I don't think Lamar Jackson is up to that level in saying that I think the Ravens will do almost what the Cowboys did and starve the the Falcons of the ball Um, and that comes from Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson running the ball. Alex Collins will probably be active in this game, but I think Gus Edwards is your better running back at this point in stage. I'm going to Ravens by seven. Yeah, yeah. I also think, look for a little Ty Montgomery in this. I mean, we remember Ty Montgomery got traded to the Ravens three weeks ago from the Packers after that that muff punt or whatever it was. Oh, God. Um, look, they're going to get him a bit involved just because I said before the Falcons are one of the worst teams at stopping the uh, the running back, receiver running back. And that a lot of that has done with Dale Jones not being there. He is questionable, so we need to keep an eye on that if you are looking to put a bet on this game. If he's out, I, I say the Ravens. But oh, I, also, I think the Ravens by seven, but if, if he's out, I say Ravens by ten. Uh, Broncos are taking on the Bengals in Cincinnati. It is Jeff Driscoll's first start. Jeff Driscoll. Bro, 
Broncos win this. Broncos dominate this. Like, Bengals suck. It's, Phil, it's the Philip Lindsay show and the Broncos defense. Von Miller, go to town. Chris mm-hmm. Harris Jr. I, I, I think AJ Green, I, again, I, he's going to start, but how good is he going to be on that ankle? And against a physical corner like Harris Jr., uh, I just don't see a lot here. Uh, Rams taking on the Lions in Detroit. Rams looking to clinch the NFC West. Crazy. Oh, can they clinch in this game? Yep. Oh, okay. I thought they had to wait for the Seahawks because I thought the Seahawks after last week um, were still in a good position and they're playing, the Hawks are playing the Niners this week. But yeah, I mean, you're right. They could probably clinch no, this week. There's, there's no way for the Seahawks to be able to catch up to them. Yeah, right. If they win this game. Yep. And by if, I mean when, when and by how many points they decide to do it by. It'll be interesting to see how the Rams go against the Lions in Detroit, you never know after such an offensive explosion when they had against the Chiefs and coming off the bye, how they're going to come back. Are they going to be slow and sluggish or are they going to come back at a high level? No, I would like, I would like to see them come out and just be absolutely methodical about it and just march forward and dismantle this line, Steve. It'd be interesting to see how Gurley goes. We know that Gurley had a bit of an ankle injury in that Chiefs game. That's why he wasn't involved as much. He's had a week off. He's fully up to, up to speed, but I want to see how it goes against this Lions front because, as I said before, that trade of getting Snacks Harrison has oh. made that Lions run D actually a lot better. Defensively as a whole, they, they suck, but their run D is actually quite good. So I want to see how they counteract that, and I think a lot of that's going to be dump-off passes to Gurley in the flat. Try and keep up with him. I'm going Rams by 10. I got Rams by 14. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cardinals taking on the Packers in Green Bay. Yep. Packers win by 20. Green Bay, I think here are 14 points on the line. I'm minus 14 I'm points. Going, I'm going Green Bay 21 points. I go Green Bay 20 as well. Cardinals suck. Green Bay at home. Green Bay also need to get wins to keep their fans happy. And McCarthy could be done. Coach Mark McCarthy could be done after this season, so he needs these wins. Well, now. they're certainly not getting rid of Aaron Rodgers after the contract extension they gave. Well, they, I, but the problem is, I mean, you know, this is something on the side, but you know, when you give a player like that or a quarterback that much money, your team as a whole cannot, you know, they can't have all the success because you can't pay all your other players really, and that's what you're seeing. You see all these rookie receivers who are struggling in in the offense. This right here, it's game of the week. It's the Browns taking on the Texans. In Houston. Stop it. Browns win by three points. Are you serious? Yeah. Browns win by three points. Beer bet? Beer bet. I feel like everything <laughs> in the moment is, is Browns beer bet. I'm, I'm back on the Browns, baby. They <laughs> hurt me every single year, but they look good. They and I reckon they are going to surprise the Texans. They lose this game just for the simple fact that Texans' defense is playing at a really high level. And I don't think Baker Mayfield has seen that yet. Yeah, sure, Baker threw four touchdowns last week against the Cincinnati defense that is terrible. Now, they're going up against the Texans that are one of the top five defenses in the NFL right now. I do not believe that they will be able to contain the um, offense of Sean Watson, but also just the way that the Texans defense are playing. I don't think the Browns will be able to manufacture points. I hear what you say, but the Browns are going to (laughs) win. I hear what you're saying, but I'm not listening. I choose to ignore all of it. (laughs) So, So, analytical... You know, methodical sort of, um, I guess, analysis just is thrown out the door when you hear the Browns. Mate, <laughs> I have I have the Browns going to the playoffs. Um, I think, I think Con earlier in the season said that they were going to win their division. It is a very real possibility they, that they win. They're not going to be the Steelers. Stop it! Stop it! It's going to happen. Okay, let's Browns are going to run the gauntlet. Let's move on from this. Colts taking on the Jags in Jacksonville. Colts yep. win. Colts Jags are without Leonard Fournette and all of those players that we talked about at the start Jags of the show. Jags suck. They're now going to their backup quarterback. 
Uh, in another battle for complete irrelevance in the league, it's yes. the Bills taking on the Dolphins in a divisional matchup that means literally nothing. In, in the Patriots division? Like, yeah. It's not called the AFC Eats anymore, it's the Patriots division. Yeah, it's like, okay, so which one of you is coming second? Yeah, which one of you would like to come second this year? It's a battle for second. <laughs> it's a battle for second. If your record's good enough, you might get a wildcard spot. No. But you're not winning the division. No, no, no. Um, interesting. I kind of think the Dolphins are going to win this, though. Because what I saw from them against the Colts was a better team. They need to use Kenyon Drake more. They're not using him enough. Frank Gore, I get it. He's there. But use Drake. He's your best player. We've been saying this all season. You give Drake, like, first running back carries. Yes. 20, 30 carries a game. You win the game. He will give you first running back performance. You win the game. I give this to the Bills. <sighs> because teams... Play down to the Bills level. Yeah, I know. They play crap. And <laughs> the Bills play the, play the way the Bills do better than anyone else does. Yeah. So I'm giving this to the Bills by three points. Dolphins at home by seven. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like a... Uh, yeah. Are you excited? Such an are you excited? Yeah. No. Thank you for televising <laughs> this game. I'm just... I'm not going to watch it. If this is on seven, mate, I will just throw my controller. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching Red Zone anyway. So I'm not watching it. Bears taking on the Giants in New York. Yes. Khalil Mack to single-handedly walk out of there with the win. This is going to be really fun just for the simple fact that I want to see what the Bears defense because the Bears defense right now are pretty much scoring touchdown every week. Like on average I think they're you know Carl Fuller and Eddie Eddie Jackson Eddie Jackson Eddie Royal Eddie, Eddie whatever his name is the, the corner there um, Eddie, on the safety Eddie Royal I think Eddie Royal yeah they are playing such a high level I mean they're the best defense in the league right now hands down Roquan Smith and, and all these guys Vic Fangio is doing a fantastic job as defensive coordinator and Vic Fangio was at the Niners when the Niners went to the Super Bowl with that really good defense. So he knows what he's doing. He now has pieces. And I mean, that's what happens when you get Khalil Mack for a first But they're round. already a pretty good middle-round defense, and then you put Mack in there, they're now the best. It so just, It elevated them. It just, it just shows you what a, what a player like of his caliber can do. Uh, don't watch this game if you're squeamish. I'm just no. going to give you guys uh, a heads up. You may see a man die. <laughs> Eli Manning. Lose his leg. Yeah, but just, he, he may die. I want to see it, really, though. I am interested to see this game for the simple fact. I want to see how Saquon and Odell go against this defense. Now, we know that both of those players are arguably uh, probably top three, top five of their position, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see how they go against this Bears defense and how they, how they, how they potentially can manufacture points against a good team. I would like to see how Saquon goes. I don't think it's fair to see how ODB goes because Eli Manning is garbage. Eli Manning will have no time to pocket. Like, at this point, him going home for Thanksgiving dinner is sitting with Peyton and Archie and they both just kind of have to look at him and be like... Can't believe you won two Super Bowls. Yeah. Ugh, you suck. <laughs> God, It's you. interesting though because I was reading a report that was saying that there's no quarterback right now in the draft they believe is... One of the scouts are saying that there's no quarterback right now they believe is, is up to the pro-caliber style to be in a, a Giants offense. Really? Because it could be literally anyone else. <laughs> Eli's done, yes. Eli is, is hot garbage. Uh, Bears by 14. Yes. Panthers take on the Bucks in Tampa Bay. Uh, I'd give this to the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a lot of offense, though. By a touchdown. Yeah. Ooh, pardon me. I think... Um, you look at the Bucks at the moment, they're, they score, you know, 300, 400 yards in the air. They just can't score touchdowns. CMC did dominate this CMC did dominate. The Bucks' defense is terrible, and Panthers need, need a win to keep going in that, in that division. Uh, Chiefs are taking on the Raiders yep. in Oakland, yep. and Andy Reid is 16-3 and three when coming off the bye. Yep. 
soon to be 17 and 3, with maybe more points scored than when they played the Rams. No, in terms of the fact that the Raiders won't score enough points so the Chiefs can't keep scoring. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, it's just that the the Chiefs are going to score like 60 points and then that's going to be it. Chiefs, I think, will win this by 25 points. I'd give them like five points. They might even bench Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter. I'll give them 35 points. Yeah. yeah. I give Chiefs by 35. Yeah, I I like it. Uh, Jets taking on the Titans. Um, could be a sneaky good game to watch this one. Yep. Um, Jets are a lot feistier than, than sort of what they actually, their record says. Mm-hmm. Titans are a solid defense. They're all right on offense. They've got that wonderful Mariota, uh, Corey Davis connection. Yeah, they looked good last week. Um, I just, I, I still don't really want to watch it. Oh, but right. like, it could be a great game. McCown as well. I, um, I think it's going to be a good defensive game. To be honest, I don't think you'll see a lot of points out of these two teams. Um, I would give it to the Titans, though, because I just think that they are the better of the two in in, in, in both offense and defense. Not by a lot, but they are. Uh, Vikings are taking on the Patriots in New England. Yes. 62-11 and 11 mm. is the record for December during the Brady-Belichick era. It's crazy. It's so crazy. 62-11. and 11. This game is is, for me, probably one of the better games in the league. Now, I think if Melvin Gordon was healthy, Chargers Steelers would be the best game of the week. But this could be the game of the week in terms of you're going to see a Vikings defense that has been playing better go up against a very methodical and, and now a team that I think is starting to get into their group in terms of the Patriots. We, you know, December Patriots, always different. I think the Patriots win this and for the simple fact that they're going to take away Thiel. Now, they're going to do that through... Single coverage and probably a, court, uh, a safety on top. And they'll put Stephon Gilmore, who's arguably their best corner, on Stephon Diggs. Now, Gilmore's very physical at the line. So if he can disrupt Diggs in any way, you possibly eliminate Diggs and Thielen in one. That's what the Patriots want to do. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. And I think that the way that the Vikings win this is actually through Dalvin Cook, through that run game. You get the run game going and you, and you kick Brady off the field then, you know, you put your defense on there and hopefully shut down Brock. And look, that defense is phenomenal. I think that defense is one of the very few that can keep up with whatever weapon that Bill Belichick decides yeah. is going to use this week. To me, that's why I'm interested in this game because I think it's going to be very... Um, it's almost like a coaching game, you know? Yeah. Like, you move your chess piece here, I'm going to counter with this. And that's what I love seeing with teams like this who have the players to possibly take out a Gronk or a James White or an Edelman like, or a Thielen or, or a D. yeah do you know what I mean like it's one play. of those teams where you go okay they've got the pieces let's see if they can do it which team will who, who are you going to back I, ba- I, I back Patriots just because they're at home but I wouldn't be surprised if Vikings get up here I'm going to be Patriots by three points yeah it's going to be so, I, it's yeah. either going to be like a, that mid sort of like 30 point range game or yeah. it's going to be Six to nine, or a, a sixteen, thirteen, like a of. grinded out. Game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seahawks taking on the Forty Nine ers in Seattle. Seahawks win this. Yeah, Sorry, see, mate. Uh, uh, in, you know, after Garoppolo went down, I sort of just thought, let's get a high draft pick and see what our rookies can do. Um, so far, not a lot. I mean, hey, look, listen, Matt Breida looks awesome. Good to see him in our team doing well. It's really good when McKinnon comes back next year that we now have a very good backup there in, in, in uh, Breida. Uh, Kittle looks amazing. Um, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that well. I think the Seahawks here probably dismantle us, and, and it's probably going to be by a few points. Oh, um, yeah. Seahawks are actually starting to play 
I mean, they've always had played good, tough football, but they're now starting to... Wilson, in the second half, is now starting to really come on, on into his own. So he walks by 14. Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe even by 20. <laughs> uh, this would be game of the week. If Melbourne Gordon was here. I would still say it's game of the week. Okay. Right. So you've got the Chargers taking on the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Both teams are one of two of the highest scoring offences. With, with, with pretty good pass rushes and defences. That's the thing. It's going to be a spectacular game to watch. You've got Philip Rivers, who is, by all accounts, having an MVP cover yes. the season. Yes. Uh, you've got Big Ben, who just like does, really just does whatever he wants. Juju Schuster, Antonio Brown, uh, James Connor, all of those offensive weapons. And then they go up against the Chargers defence, who has a healthy Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Uh, sorry, yeah, Melvin Ingram. Um, they've got uh, who's that? Casey Hayward in the secondary. Like, yeah, they have a phenomenal defense, and it's starting to get like it's actually starting to get really good. That's the thing. So the Chargers defense hasn't been at full strength for the entire season. Yeah. Now that Joey Bosa's back, that defense is starting to get better. Yes, which is terrifying. Well, it's good. I, I love it. I love the Chargers. I always have loved the Chargers. I am. They're one of my sort of like sneaky favourite teams just to watch because I enjoy Philip Rivers I think he's a good player but with Melbourne Gordon missing in this game I give it to the Steelers at home if Gordon was in this game I actually would give us the Chargers I would love I'd love to see another game like the Rams Chiefs one yeah. but I don't think it's going to be that high scoring I no. think we'll see like again it'll be in the 30s I think 30s yeah um, and I'll, I'm going to give it to the Chargers by a touchdown okay cool I like it I, I disagree but I like it Redskins taking on the Eagles I do not care I just want... Why is this game on the Monday night slate? Can you flex this? Like, just let the Eagles win, and then I'm two games in... I'm a game in front of both of these teams, and... To be honest, I think the Eagles do win this. I mean, the Eagles are at home. They've been playing... Uh, no, I'm not going to say better, but they won a game last week, they so... Been, they've been playing. They've been playing. Um... Redskins are an absolute mess of a team now because of all the injuries they've got. Um, it's not your fault, you know, like that line from Goodwill Hunting. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. You know, like, Alex Smith broke his leg. I, everything has gone wrong for the Redskins at the moment. Um, I think the Eagles will win this, and I think it's just really for the simple fact that Wentz is a good enough quarterback to, you know, put these players into a position where he can score. I give this to the Eagles by three points. I say a touchdown. And I don't care. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I mean, oh, I'll watch it. You know, I kind of who am I kidding? Yeah. I kind of do, but yeah. I don't. If football's on, I'll be watching yeah. it. Uh, on to the favourite segment, fantasy football. Oh! Uh, the big pickup this week is Spencer Ware, for sure. Get Spencer Ware right now if you're listening to this. Obviously, with Kareem Hunt now gone for what looks to be the rest of the probably career of himself. Um, go get him. A uh, couple more pickups that you need to go get this week that are essential. Austin Eckler because Melvin Gordon's out. Also, a sneaky pickup is uh, Justin Jackson, the other uh, running back at uh, the Chargers. Um, there's a whole lot of sort of peripheral players that you need to be looking at, but I think the biggest advice, and this is something that has been said in a lot of like you know podcasts and fantasy circles, is go get the backups right now. If you've got Todd Gurley, go get his backup. If you've got Christian McCaffrey, go get their backup. Because this is the time of the year where you don't need those peripheral players to come and buy us, right? You're now getting into the crunch point, and if you lose your your star running back, which I've lost Melvin Gordon for this week, and unfortunately Austin Eckler was already taken, you need to have, be in a position where you can just slot that player in. So, yeah, that's my best advice. There's uh look, there's some other interesting players out there. That's the big one. If Amari Cooper is still available, I would highly recommend picking him up. But he should already be gone in your league. Um, 
and uh, the backup over at Baltimore, uh, the running back. Baltimore? Uh, Ravens. 100 yard. Um, oh, Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. Oh, well, he's starting now. He's definitely yeah. worth. Yeah, he, he, has to be, he has to be on the league. But other than that, that's, that's sort of it from here at the, here at the Extra Point Podcast. Yeah, um, week we're, 13, down and dusted. Down and dusted. Um, we're looking forward to another, hopefully, good week of games. A, a better slate, I think, than last week in some of the ways. Um, I think uh, circle definitely circle Viking Patriots Chargers Steelers Browns Texans Browns Texans apparently um, but yeah everyone have a good week let us know if you've got any questions fantasy questions betting questions um, NFL just advice uh, we're always we're always well, willing and welcome to share opinions always um, sometimes uh, they might not be right but hey you know thank me when you back the Browns this week yeah exactly and uh, yeah go like us on on Facebook um, go subscribe to us on your Apple uh, Apple Podcast app, your Samsung. Yeah. Uh, Castbox, if you're using uh, Samsung, is probably one of the better apps to go with. Yep. But, you know, leave us a review. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Yeah, we'll try and fix it. Happy to change it up. Easy, but that's it from us. Bye.